ABC Grandstand. His little drop kick shot away towards the boundary for runs. Hi, this is Steve Smith. You're listening to ABC Grandstand at Stumps. A crushing day of Australian batting to seize control of this test match from 200 down to 149 runs up. A 300-run stand shared by Mitch Marsh and Steve Smith, both with their highest test scores. Smith with the double century, which was forecast at the start of the day, and Mitch Marsh with his maiden test century. They held their bats aloft as they headed towards the crowd, and on grandstand at Stumps, they linger a little longer. Epic deeds, Simon Kadich. It was wonderful to watch. Absolute pleasure to be here to witness it, particularly Mitch Marsh's first ever 100 for Australia and Steve Smith well we locked him in yesterday for a double 100 and he didn't let us down so Australia in a commanding position and the worrying signs for England now are that what can they come up with for the rest of the series because Steve Smith has well and truly put his stamp on this series now. Chris Rogers remarkable batting. Remarkable batting it was it's just been epic to watch Steve Smith and Mitch Marsh I mean that the, the concentration that both players have had throughout the day has been wonderful to see. Steve Smith just looks like he just wants to bat forever at the moment and, and the celebration of Mitch Marsh, that's that's going to be one of the highlights of the test, isn't it? It will. It will define him, I think, for as long as his cricketing days last, as he has waited so long. This is his 22nd test match. He has absorbed all manner of pressure. He has been given opportunity and not quite been able to seize it. This is so desperately what he wanted, and to see a man achieve his dream, as we're all privileged to witness it. Yeah, and I think um, you could ask Simon as well, but international cricket's this wonderful thing where, and particularly test cricket, where you just want to know that you're good enough. You know, you always think, oh, just give me enough opportunities and, I, and I'll make it count, and, and Mitch Marsh has. I mean, he's, it's his 22nd test match. He, he hasn't scored the runs he's wanted to before he's uh, he's been able to go away and work on his game and he's come back he looks a much improved player and now to get this big hundred he'll know he belongs you could tell by his celebration that today was a dream come true he's thought about this for a number of years now being in the test team and not having been able to achieve it and i think the significance of the first hundred is it gives you that belief that you're good enough at this level and now that he's got it He's not only got it in style, he's got it 181. He could make it a double and even more. So he's still got a fair way to go in his test career, but it's just going to give him huge belief that he belongs at this level. And the worrying thing for England, I think we said it before, that the, the toss was how the, how the hell are they going to get 20 wickets on this pitch? Um, and they look like 20 wickets, let alone 10 at the moment. You know, It, it just looks like they have no answers um, and all out of, of options at the moment. Four for 549. Steve Smith, 229 not out. Mitch Marsh, 181 not out. In terms of concentration and the physical challenge to bat through an entire day, so there was mastery in what Steve Smith was able to do, but uh, it's not to be underestimated. No. Uh, um, I think if you look back at it, and Simon and I were openers, you look back, people say to you when you go out the bat, I just go on bat all day. And, and it sounds easy, but I, don't, I reckon in the whole of my career, I probably did it less than 10 times, you know, 12 times. And, and it takes such a, an effort. Um, and he, but he just looks like he can do it. And he could probably go out and do it tomorrow. He's, he's in, in that form. And it, Here it's they just so walk good past to see. Us. Huge smiles. 
They've been the darlings of the crowd throughout the day. And on Saturday evening, they retreat into the rooms. One will be back with us in a moment's time. Oh, I'd, I'd actually like to know what his mental process is. How does he concentrate for such a period of time? I think for, for me it's more about he's in such control of his own game and he knows that this attack on this wicket where there's not much happening at the moment, I think we saw that yesterday, that's why he played as freely as he did because there was nothing that was concerning him. Today it was just more about the fatigue factor as the day went on and he just played within himself to make sure that he didn't make any mistakes because right from the word go in this series, we've seen a Steve Smith with that look in his eye that this series is all about him holding that urn up at the end and every time that he gets the opportunity, he's making sure that he grabs it with both hands. Has Australia broken England with the events of today? Uh, it looks like it. It, it. I think you can judge a side by the energy in the field um, and, and they were... Um, you don't want to say the word abysmal, but they looked it, it looked abysmal out there at times. It just looked like they, they, they're so deflated. They, they can't find energy from anywhere. How do they even get one wicket? So uh, I don't know what the options are for them. They, they're probably looking at each other going, who's, who's going to be the guy to, to lift us? And, and I'm not sure who that is. I firmly believe that England believe they can compete but I don't think they believe they can beat Australia in these conditions. And that, to me, is summed up with their efforts in the field because they just don't think that they can get the 20 wickets in these flatter conditions with the pace attack they've got and with Mo and Ali struggling with the ball. And it shows up in their body language. Absolutely, because actually, today, the series was on the line, wasn't it? This was, it was all about today for England. They, they had to come out here and and win, win this test match, really, and it, it, to show that kind of energy on a, on a day you have to get it right was probably what you're saying. They, they actually don't believe they can win. They seemed to concede when they were still in the lead as after lunch the signs were all wrong as Mitch Marsh batted them around in the couple of overs heading to lunch and then the tactics that were used after that break and the way the, the lead was just gobbled up and almost gifted to Australia and they created no pressure they had the odd moment here or there, but they created no sustained pressure after lunch. No, they didn't. And particularly after lunch, they, they tried a couple of different tactics, but it almost got a little bit comical, a little bit embarrassing um, with what they were trying to do. I mean, they had no mid-off for a while, and, and Stuart Broad was trying to bowl bounces and only getting them up waist high, and, and, and he was getting lent on through a, a vacant mid-off region and, and people running from all, all parts to try and stop the ball. It just looked a little bit comical. To be fair to Joe Root too, he doesn't have the arsenal at his disposal to cause the Australian batting lineup problems on these sorts of wickets. And you know, Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad have had magnificent careers, but as Ricky Ponting rightly said before this series started, he felt that their best days were behind them. And then with the rest of the attack, they don't have a spinner to be able to as potent as someone like Nathan Lyon. And that's where they've really battled. The quicks have just they've kept toiling, but at some point. They're going to be broken, and today they were broken. Yeah, I, I think we. I looked at the stats from 10-11 um, when they they won, and and Graham Swan actually did the most amount, bowled the most amount of overs for for England. Um, so that's almost a bit of a blueprint, um, and allowed their quicks to to attack. But Moen Ali hasn't been able to really do his part, and and it's it's therefore it's tired out the fast bowlers, and and they they look impotent now.
The lead is 146. The weather forecast for the next two days is uh, highly problematic. It is storms and showers and what had started as Sunday night rain has now become Sunday morning rain. So uh, it's going to be disrupted. It's just a matter to what extent. So Australia might be thwarted in their push for, for victory here or, or they might get enough time we'll see but regardless of whether they do or they don't they have inflicted so much damage through a day like today yeah and and i hope we we get to obviously to to get to see as much play as possible because what i really want to see is who comes out for england and and, and stands up because that's going to be a challenge in itself so no we'll have mitch marsh with us in just a moment's time as uh, steve smith's back out having batted all day uh, quite phenomenal what he was able to do and he's the man of the moment I reckon and there'll be such goodwill towards him. Mitch Marsh a century in a test match, congratulations Yeah, pretty good feeling I guess, uh, great day for us And um, what went through your body when you got there? Um, well, probably just pure elation really um, I don't know, it's taken me 22 tests so for some reason I wasn't really nervous, I was just calm my whole innings and I felt good and Smudge kept me going the whole time and um, I don't know if I spent too long in the 90s but I wasn't really thinking about too much so uh, I was just anything wide I was just going to slash it. <laughs> How much have you wanted this moment? Oh it's obviously um, you aspire to do that every game you play for Australia and for your team so um, to have to wait this long it's uh, very sweet. What does it mean for you to score a century for Australia? It's a good question. I, I'm not really too sure. I, it's obviously it's why we play. We play to win and we play to make big runs as batsmen. Um, it means a lot for me to make 100 in front of my grandparents here at the Wacko. Like, they've come and watched me every game for the last eight years and to have my family here is, is, ama is an amazing feeling. So um, I think it's just um, it's a reward for all the hard work that's gone in the last eight months and uh, I'm just ecstatic. I'm not a bit lost at the moment, to be honest with you. Is it emotional for you? Yeah, very emotional. Yeah, I was pretty emotional out on the ground. Had to sort of hold together. Um, and, you know, emotional looking up at my family and my teammates walking off the ground. So um, I'll be having a cold beer tonight. Um, spoke to you briefly before the game and you, you talked about all the work you've done with um, Scotty Muleman uh, of late. Um, maybe just give us a bit of a, an idea about that. Um, and, and what it's meant to, to have this opportunity just to play some shield cricket and focus on the Red Bull. Yep, oh, Scott's been amazing for my game of cricket. Um, he's pretty much changed um, the way I play and the way I defend, um, the way I think about the game. And, um, and I was thinking about him when I was batting out there today, how much I'd love to give him a call and can't wait to give him a call tonight. And um, He's obviously been a family friend of ours for a very long time and I got back from India and sort of sat down um, post my surgery. I was in a pretty bad place with my cricket and then um, he sort of got a hold of me and he's changed my game. So we, we were... Not only speaking last week, how much hard work I've got to do, and hopefully I've got a lot more improvement still. It was noticeable how decisive you were with your footwork, both on the front foot and back foot. Is that something that you've worked really hard with Scott about? Yeah, I finally worked out after eight years that I can't just <laughs> plonk on the front foot. Um, so I thought I'd better try and start playing off the back foot and defending off the back foot, and um, yeah, it started to work, I guess. And what about that celebration? That was one of the great celebrations, Mitchie. <laughs> Can you remember it? No. Yeah, I'm not a jumper. Um, <laughs> You're a runner, are you? Don't have, don't have too much spring in my step, so uh, I don't know. I just sort of followed the ball and 
left smudge hanging. <laughs> it's not about the step, mate. It's about that hot head, getting the yeah. head off the ground. Yeah, <laughs> helmet was a bit hard to get off, but um, yeah, it was a great feeling. So 181, you could turn your maiden test century into a double century here. Yeah, well, maybe I could, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully uh, we'll come up tomorrow and pull up well. And um, We're in a great position now. It's, we've had a great day, but um, we've got a chance tomorrow to really um, put, put a strangle on them and, and get a big lead. Who do you um, spend time with tonight? Who do you celebrate this with? Uh, I've, I've had a um, family barbecue plan before today, so... That works out well. Yeah, I'll just go and uh, have a beer with the old man and chill out at home with the parents. So you've eclipsed your dad's highest test score in test cricket. You're one short of Sean, so you'll, you're a whisker off bragging rights. I'll be telling dad straight away. <laughs> <laughs> bragging rights tonight, Mitch. Congratulations. What a marvellous moment to see you make your first test century. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Mitch Marsh with us on Grandstand at Stumps. Uh, he batted so much of the day with Steve Smith and uh, finishes at 181 not out. Smith is 229 not out. Australia 4 for 549. We're now in the lap of the weather gods as to where the game goes next. But uh, Australia did a real job on England today and uh, it won't be forgotten. Imagine the Marsh Barbecue tonight. They spent so long as the whipping family of Australian cricket. Uh, they're... Uh, they're everybody's family of choice right now. Sean Mann of the match in Adelaide and Mitch Marsh with a century today. Join us for the first ball of play tomorrow. Fingers crossed from the Wacker as Australia pushes its position on day four. Now Anderson to Smith on 99 and he goes forward and he gets a run. A couple. There's his 22nd 100. They scurry for two. They might go for three. The ball goes for four. What a way to bring up his 22nd Test 100. He raises his arms in triumph and celebration, points his bat towards the dressing room and gets a big, big hug from Sean Marsh. That is one of Steve Smith's best hundreds. Wokes in bowls to Smith, who plays the drive through cover for four. It is lent on it. And with that, he brings up a 1,000 runs in the calendar year for the fourth straight year. Marsh, oh, defensive oh. edge, taking a slip. Well, boundary after boundary, and then the edge, and then the catch taking a sharp one, the first slip as well. And so the breakthrough comes, and it comes to Moeen Alley. Marsh out for 28. Anderson, and again to Smith, and he's driving out for extra cover, beats the infield for four. Glorious stroke. Mitch Marsh faces Broad, he goes at this one hard and puts it through backward point for four. He is menacing now, Mitch Marsh. Steve Smith on 149, Wokes in, full drivable, and he drives out through extra cover. Steve Smith turns, comes back to make it two, and he passes 150 runs for the seventh time in his career. Moen Ali comes up over the wicket, and Marsh leans on it and gets a run out towards mid on. That's his 50. And a 50 that's enjoyed as... As much by the crowd as Mitch Marsh, I think. Smith tucked up on the pad, wrapped. Anderson is up. The umpire is not inclined to. Joe Root has used one on Steve Smith. Is he going to have another go? Spin the wheel. Is he out? Oh, it's a no ball. Oh. <laughs> he wakes in now to Smith. Oh, and he shot. just eased this down to third man between slip and gully. He knew exactly where he wanted to place it. The 400 is up for Australia. Four for 401. Mitch Marsh on the verge of a century. He drives hard, he's got it! 
He charges off towards the crowd, towards the pavilion. How Mitch Marsh has craved this moment. A test century on his home deck, no less. It is the most exuberant celebration you would see for the milestone. A kiss of the badge, a big hug for his captain, and a lifetime ambition achieved. The relief pours off him as the excitement rushes in. This has been a bid played entirely on Steve Smith's terms. He's on 199, Moen bowls to him, and there's his 200th run. He clips it away to mid-on, lifts the helmet, raises the bat. This is an innings that has been destined for this mark seemingly from its earliest moments. A double century on Australian soil for Steve Smith. Oh, a little one that rears up slightly, fends it away. It's the single that Mitch Marsh needs to bring up 150 at the Wacker. Smith drives. That's gone for four between mid-off and extra cover. Beautiful shot. He got to the half volley and he's up to 215, which is equal with his highest test score. And that is the end of a wonderful day for Australia, led by their captain, Steve Smith, and the resolute and occasionally aggressive Mitch Marsh as they make their way off the field after this extraordinary day of batting.